Hi, and welcome to the Glow Podcast. I'm Pastor Dawn Raley, co-pastor of Calvary Christian Center and pastor of the Women of Calvary. I have a passion to see the daughters understand their identity in Christ and their value in Him and equip them to have the confidence to be who God has made them to be. In that God confidence, they glow and lead others into the life-saving power of Jesus Christ. In this podcast, you will hear from me, our host, Chelsea Lawson, and many of the Glow Women of Calvary. To stay connected and up-to-date on all things Glow, follow at Glow Women on Instagram and Facebook and calvaryfl.com slash glow. Hi, Glow Women. My name's Chelsea. I'm the host of the Glow Women podcast, and today we have Nautica, Lauren, and Kathy with us. <laughs> We're talking about a very important and pretty deep subject. We're going to be talking about purity. Now, I know whenever you're thinking about purity, you're thinking um, the absence of sexual immorality, but it's so much more than just that. Um, But you'll hear a lot about the heart of God in this message. So the first question is, what is purity? I just put it's innocence, it's free of contamination and pollution. It's living a virtuous life and living a life full of godly morals and walking in His righteousness living a life honorable to the Lord, walking in integrity, doing the right thing unto the Lord. It should be who we are and also what we do in life. Yeah, that's awesome. When we look in the Word of God, purity, the Hebrew meaning is clean, pure, free from the admixture or adhesion or anything that soils, adulterates, or corrupts. It's purity of the heart. I feel like purity, but also integrity kind of go hand in hand like together because yeah like you said too in the beginning it's more than just being abstinent and like not doing sexual things but Mm -hmm. it's it's really a heart like matter and a heart issue Mm -hmm. and so when it comes down to it uh when I looked into it it was like purity describes who you are and what you do and so that that's just kind of what I got out of it because it's more than just you know not doing certain things but it's it's like who you are and do you have integrity while uh, you're living your life for God. Right. Yeah. yeah, Matthew 5, 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Purity doesn't come um, automatically. You know, we, we become Christians, but it can sometimes be a process called sanctification. Mm-hmm. And God will deal with each of us individually mm-hmm. on Um, you know, refining fire seasons in our life and teach us what is purity. And we have to each go through that process, you know, ourselves. So the next question is, what is sin? For me, uh, (laughs) sin, because I I help out with kids a lot. And so I I remember having to do a message and I was telling my husband like about it, like what we're talking about, because anytime I was like, I have this opportunity to be like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> like we'll just start like, you know, bouncing ideas off of each other. And he always has a really good perspective on stuff. And uh, I wrote it down because it was yeah. like anything. Yeah. I wrote down anything that dishonors God. Yeah. And he told me to like anything that God says no to. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not just like you're lying, like, or, yeah. you know, you're stealing. Because not every right. person or every is doing that, but even, like, a life of disobedience, like, yeah. that, like, not doing what God has told you to do, that's right. sin, Yeah, you mm-hmm. know? And so, yeah, sin is, like, just what God says 
no to. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so I was thinking about, about sin, but in regards to purity and mm-hmm. things like that. So the first uh, scripture that I wanted to read is 1 Corinthians six eighteen. It says, flee sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. Every other sin is a per- that a person does is outside the body. So when it, when it, when we talk about sin and we talk about purity, every other sin is outside the body. So sexual immorality is a sin. Mm-hmm. And so I also looked at Matthew five twenty eight. It says, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery, which mm-hmm. again is a sin. Mm-hmm. So any kind of any kind of sex in the any kind of sex, so oral sex, anal sex, all these kind of things are our sins yeah. yeah and so outside the body and inside the body we have to we have to be pure mm-hmm. in our minds also we there's a, a verse that talks about you know think on whatsoever is lovely yeah. and mm-hmm. whatsoever is pure and whatsoever is good mm-hmm. and so when I think about you know just sin I'm thinking that we want to be sin with our bodies and even inside of our mind yeah mm-hmm. you have to be pure inside of our bodies right. and in our mind as well yeah mm-hmm. not just not just the body yeah that's good mm-hmm. yeah and I and it starts in the mind you know mm-hmm. um and then you know the desires of the flesh and then when we act on those desires you know we we mm-hmm. break God's law First yeah. John 3, 4 defines sin as breaking God's law. It says, everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to add what you were saying. There's a verse in the Bible that says um, that sexual immorality is actually the one sin where you're sinning against your own body, your own yeah. self. Right. So um, Galatians 5.19 says the acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, mm. that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. The acts of the flesh are obvious, um, it says. And so um, there's actually another verse, which I'll probably get into a little bit about how God puts, um, writes his laws on our hearts. Mm -hmm. And whenever I, um, when I research that verse, it talks about how he writes the laws, not only on the Jews, but the Gentiles' hearts too. Mm -hmm. And so that means that even people that um, have not come to Christ yet have a sense of what morality is. Mm -hmm. And it says that God will judge us based on what we know. What is secret sin? (laughs) Behind <laughs> closed doors. <laughs> I have a funny story that God was showing me when, uh, when I was answering the questions, that there was a point in my life when, obviously, when I was an unbeliever, when I was introduced to amateur pornography. When I know a lot of people struggle with pornography too, yeah. and within it was crazy it was like i became so addicted after watching that first time i watched it and then i made like this little ritual that i would do every day i would come home from work i would put it on watch it and then typically what happens after that is you want to self-please yourself Mm -hmm. which masturbation is a sin as well and then i would go to the gym do whatever i had to do well the third day which is crazy my mother had called me when she was alive and you know, I paused the video because I was in the middle of watching it and she's like, Catherine, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, you know when the full name comes out, you know you're getting in trouble. So I was just like, oh no, and then she's just like, 
don't even know how to ask this question. And she's just like, are you into pornography? And I was like, <gasps> and it's like, I froze. And this is me feeling conviction for the first oh time, I think, gosh. you know, back then. And so I was just like, um, why would you ask that? And she's just like, well, I just want you to know Jesus loves you, I love you, and he sees everything. Okay, have a good day, hang wow. up. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck was that? Oh and then I, I X'd right off. I never went back on it again, thank God. I was supernaturally de delivered out of that. that but was it was so crazy. I ran around my house, because I'm like, how did she know? And I'm like, because I wasn't a believer then. And I ran downstairs, yeah. went in the parking lot, and I'm like, she's an Orman, I'm in Orlando. How does she know that I was watching pornography? But then, you know, years later, obviously, Holy Spirit yeah, told her, Holy and knows. it convicted me that quick. Never went back on it again, and I was like, wow, so secret sin, amazing. yeah, when God wants to get you, he will grip you yeah, and arrest amazing. your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I thought about the same thing, secret mm. sin and pornography. Yeah. And when I looked it up, pornography, about 65% of young men mm -hmm. deal with pornography. And yeah. I was like, whoa, That's you a know, lot. young men and women. So it's it's prevalent and mm -hmm. so people need to know yeah. that it's around pornography is around masturbation yeah. it's what we want to do but i thought about david and how he had a secret sin yes and yeah. you know he had Bathsheba, and it he kept what he wanted to lie he just kept digging himself mm -hmm. deeper and deeper just so that he could protect himself mm -hmm. and i was just thinking about how sin it just opens the door to demonic activity yeah. mm -hmm. getting into our lives yeah. and so when we when we have like torment or we have addictions it's because of secret sin that you know we want to cover it up and protect ourselves but god is like no if you expose it then i can rescue you yeah. i want to just share a scripture real quick and it's psalms 32, three through five, it says, when I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all the day long, day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally, I confessed my sins to you and you stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I would confess my rebellion to the Lord mm -hmm. and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. And so wow. once we confess that sin, yeah. then the Lord can cleanse us. Then yeah. he can free us from, you know, all unrighteousness. I want to share just one more. John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. So instead of trying to cover that sin, mm -hmm. know that if it is pornography that you're dealing with, a lot of people deal with it a lot yeah. yeah so you're not alone and just know that confessing that sin will give god the opportunity to to fix it yeah. to make us righteous yeah. in that moment mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah that's, that's good. good something that i've uh something that i've kind of grown up and kind of learned just being in my walk with christ is like whatever you don't confront you can't overcome it Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's really important to do so. And it's funny that you guys bring it up because that's something that I struggled with for a long time. And like growing up in church, it was always like I tried to hide it and I tried to like just not really say anything. Like I struggled with masturbation for a long time when I was in high school and then early college. And I mean, during high school and early college was when I was in leadership in church and, you know, everyone knew me and I had been around for a long time, not trying to be like 
like, I was like, but like, I was heavily involved. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, like I was heavily involved in the church and, um, you know, and everyone knew me as like, you know, she's a good girl. She, you know, she's a good Christian girl. She doesn't do anything wrong or anything bad. And, and I just felt like, oh my God, like in that, uh, when I was younger, I would just be like, if anyone found out, like, I, they would probably like be like, you're banned from the church, or something. <laughs> you know, and you're like, you cannot come back or like, you know, you just get stripped of everything. And, uh, and it really kept me like, it, I really struggled with this. And like, it was like a vicious cycle because I'm not going to cry. I told myself, I'm not going to cry. No, but it was some really dark times because it was like this cycle where you want to get free and like. And that was my problem because I tried to do it in my own strength mm -hmm. because I didn't want anyone to know. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought, I'll get it under control. Yeah. And I'll, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll get it under control and I will, you know, I'll, I'll get it right and I'll get it together and I'll get perfect before God. And then mm -hmm. I can tell everyone after I get it perfect, but it was just falling constantly into it and into it again and again and again mm -hmm. because I was trying to rely um, and what I can do. Right. And it was mm -hmm. that control. You know, you mm -hmm. wanted to control like what you can. And yeah. so it wasn't um, until 2020 and everything just hit the fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I came to a point because I'm such a doer. Like, I just like to do. I like to serve. I like to be a part of what's going on. And when 2020 happened, it kind of made me go, whoa. Like, you know, like, what am I doing? Like, what is my purpose? Like, I started to question, like, everything and it got to a really really bad depression um and mm. and it just like mm. it wasn't until I was like I felt like it was kind of like God was like you need to just open up and just tell people and like that verse you know if you yeah. confess your sins you know and so I was like you want to I I gotta do it <laughs> yeah. and so I began to be uh open like with people that well, this is my first time ever like publicly saying this, but <laughs> but I mean like like personally like you know like and that's something too like it's not like you have to come out to everybody when you first you know like right. confess these things, mm -hmm. but find people that you trust and find people that are in leadership above you. You know, like I went to um, I went to Pastor Jen and I went to a lot of my really close friends and just told them about the things that. I was struggling with and mm. and they didn't show any hate or any judgment but in that moment they just showed me love and kindness mm -hmm. and care just like Christ would yeah because mm -hmm. like this walk especially purity is not meant to be walked alone it's meant to be done together because if you don't then yeah you're gonna keep you know yeah. falling back into it sure. because it's like the enemy has like a certain power over you when you keep it inside mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. when you decide to confess it he loses all that power right. over you yeah. right you know it's like and so when you talked about psalms uh when you talked about david and Bathsheba, it was funny because i was looking into it and oh darn it oh yeah i do have it and in psalms 51 10 it says god create a clean heart for me and mm -hmm. renew a steadfast spirit within me and it was funny because when i was looking into it that was actually it literally says it on top this he wrote that verse after the whole scandal of Bathsheba happened. Mm -hmm. Like this is David like coming to God asking for restoration. Like God, mm -hmm. like even though I did all these things, like 
allow me to just be renewed, allow me to be cleansed of this sin that I have committed. The other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if we're going on to the next question, is, you know, temptation. Mm -hmm. Like some of Mm -hmm. us could be tempted to go into pornography or masturbation or all these other things, Mm -hmm. and temptation is not a sin. Mm -hmm. But when we are tempted, yes, we should. I should also go and say, you know what, Lauren? I am tempted, or go to a friend, somebody. I'm getting tempted in this situation. Do you have a suggestion? Can you pray for me? Can you hold me accountable? Can you call me and say, hey, girl, what you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Your mother, how she called and said, listen, the Holy Spirit is telling me something about Mm -hmm. you. You know, so I can have that person holding me accountable and saying, hey, how's it going this week? Are you struggling? Or something like that you know, having that accountability is very important, no matter, Mm -hmm. you know, where we're at in our walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it does say that God judges our hearts. And God sees, you know, God sees that we don't want to be involved in this, or he also sees if it's a person that wants to continue in the sin, you know, Mm -hmm. but he sees that and he honors you know, our willingness to um, try to, you know, with along with the Holy Spirit, try to rid ourselves of sin. Right. Um, in Romans 2.16, it says, on that day, God will judge the secrets of men. And um, so that's just a verse that just shows that, you know, our hearts hold, you know, secrets, our, our own secrets and how we conduct our lives and what our thought life is. The next question, what do we do when sin or secrets sin is a struggle for us and what does the bible say about this i agree with a lot what they were saying which is even exposing it Mm -hmm. to someone else that you know you're close to so that they're able to pray for you because it just it just takes exposure you know and it takes you confessing it you know and saying okay well this is what i'm dealing with you know because sometimes people say oh just pray for me you know and then you pray for them yes but i'm like i'd rather the person confess what they're dealing with and then you pray for it because it takes them exposing it to saying okay well this is what i'm dealing with i want to pluck that root out and then that person can pray like a deliverance over them or something right and i think too what's good and what like a practical thing to do is like really find a mentor or somebody that you can go to I feel like right now it's kind of like you want you want to be able to allow like of course you want to be able to go to a person and like have them pray for you but also you want to have like that continual accountability Mm -hmm. uh, for yourself because like if you don't then you know like of course God's gonna do a work in you but of course our flesh and temptations come and you know you don't want to fall back into it Mm -hmm. and you know just being able to have that person there to help you kind of walk through it it's, it's always a good idea i want to add something real quick john fifteen five. it says i am the vine you're the branches mm-hmm. and apart from me you can't do nothing yeah so apart from god we can't do a thing yeah mm-hmm. we can't stay away from sin so what to do if if there's sin i would say hold on to the holy spirit like mm-hmm. you've yeah, never hold, yeah. held on before yes hold on call on to him mm-hmm. and just do have a quiet time It's like basically get into the word every single day. And it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Start out with five minutes and spend some time with the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Spend some time in prayer. Spend some time reading the Bible because Mm -hmm. that's what cleanses us. It makes us want to be more like Christ. It Mm -hmm. makes us not want to do the things that was in our own nature. We are children of God. And Mm -hmm. the only way to walk with the Lord is walking in the Spirit. Um, 
what does God say about purity? In 2 Corinthians 7.1, he says, Because we have these promises, dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit, and let us work toward complete holiness because we fear God. It's like we have to walk also in a fear of God yeah. as well. And then um, 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 to 5, and then 7, it says, God's will is for you to be holy, so stay away from sexual sin. Then mm-hmm. each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion like the pagans who do not know God in his ways. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Mm-hmm. Good. And then I... That's really good. Um, 2 Timothy 2, 20 through 22, and Apostle talked about this verse recently about how in a large house there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Mm. Some are for special purposes and some are for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, Mm. made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Apostle spoke on being an instrument for Christ and for the Lord, and he requires purity, a pure heart from us mm-hmm. to be used of God. And that's he uses vessels of purity. That was a very interesting message whenever he was speaking on that, and it really spoke to me on how even just little things in our lives, you know, get into our our spirits, our souls, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, having a willing heart to say, God, this is what I'm dealing with and repent of our sins. You know, having that heart for God, God sees that, God sees, um, just the the way that you you feel and what what you want, he sees that you want to um, seek after him or seek after the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so he uses the pure, um, and we we spoke a little bit about this too, but we can expand on. And what does God say about sin? Um, it says in Romans six twenty three, the wages of sin is death, um, and he asks us to be pure not only to Um, be used of him but also because he wants to be close to us Mm -hmm. he wants intimacy with us and the way to be close to God is living a pure life Mm -hmm. Um, having that purity that radiates within us and as glow women that's our goal you know (laughs) to radiate purity and to live a life um to live a life for God. And I I wanted to say this too, um, that even in a married woman's life, because, um, you know, I'm single, um, but married women, God has created sex for marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't mean that a married woman um, is, a married woman still has to walk a life of purity. Mm -hmm. Um, Marriage does not mask some of the inner roots of sexual sin, um, like pornography. Um, And so everything that we're saying is um, for married women as well. It's Mm -hmm. not just abstaining from sex. It's Mm -hmm. living a whole pure life for God. What are your heart's desires? Um, Are you wanting to walk with the Lord? Are you wanting to be a pure vessel? Are you wanting to confess your sins and for God to change you and work through you in your life? 
So I did want to say that too, because a lot of times we talk about purity yeah. and we think it's just for the single women, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's for the married women too. Cause like you said, like when it comes to purity, it's not just about sex. It's mm-hmm. about literally your heart mm-hmm. and your motives. Like what are you, mm-hmm. what are you doing this for? Cause it's not, and it's not just like those uh, s- sins that you can see, you know, that the lying, the stealing, the cheating, but it's also about the anger, the mm-hmm. hate, the mm-hmm. pride, the gossip. It's all of those different things. And you know, like we think when we get married, oh, all my issues are just gonna go away. It's just gonna be just marital bliss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you, and, 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 and it's, it's awesome. Like when you get married, like, I mean, I love my husband. It's amazing. I love him so much. But at the same time, it's like, he's not gonna fill that void. Right. Like the mm-hmm. only person that could fill the void that you may have or that thing that you're trying to like, there's just something inside me that's just not complete. It's because you need to fill it with the Holy Spirit, that's yeah. why. And I'll quick share my testimony. Yeah. I'll get into a little bit. But um, yeah, when I was about, I wanna say, I was probably in middle school, I was very lustful at a young age and I just fooled around with guys and whatever. And then pornography was introduced at that time. So it made me broaden my mind because I would think about it. You see it, you wanna think about it, then you wanna act out on it. And I started, you know, looking at pornography with my boyfriends, and then I saw women in there with other women. So I'm just like, well, shoot, I want to try that too. Mm. So eventually, when I was, I think, maybe 21 years old, I just full on came out as a lesbian. And I was just like, you know, I remember Pastor Rayleigh said a message one time where he's like, labels aren't made for cans. We put a label on ourselves. And, you know, that's what I did. And I'm just like, I just, the world accepted it. Everybody accepted it. Everybody loves everybody. And so I just decided, okay, I'm going to be a lesbian. So for many years, probably till I was about 36, when my mother passed away, that was my awakening, you know, because I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I don't have my little rock that I went to for prayer. I don't have her to call for guidance or whatever. And that's when God gravitated you know came to my heart and he started arresting my spirit and I was like okay God you know now what do I do I don't have my mother here anymore and I'm just like you know she always taught me that it was wrong and I just didn't want to hear it because I liked my sin more and you know eventually I, I came out of that but it's like you know God had to arrest my spirit first and really just mm-hmm. get my attention mm-hmm. and so eventually he started you know removing those desires we would come to Calvary me and the girl I was with and she was like oh they're so judgmental in there all they talk about is homosexuality and I was just like what the heck and I'm just like I'm feeling conviction and she's feeling judged so it's like we were battling that way and I was just like you know we talked about it and she's like no they're judgmental I'm not going back and I'm just like well I feel drawn to go back uh-huh. you know so I would go with my dad and thank God I'm still going with him you know mm-hmm. and it was just it was crazy because I was just like they always talked about what we needed to hear you know Apostle rarely always was hitting on the homosexuality and I'm like Ugh, you know and I was just like okay God I'm like you know what I said a simple prayer and I'm like Lord if this is not of you remove it mm-hmm. and that's as simple as it was mm-hmm. and then he just like a light switch shut it off and it's like i've never been attracted to a woman again or even like this the whole sex drive he shut off and i'm like lord is this menopause is this what i'm going through <laughs> or, or did you really just shut it off you know and it's like you know i even went back when i used to teach deliverance in the jail you know i was like you know make a timeline of all the different things that you opened up in your life like you can go from even before birth with generational but you can see where all the doors you opened up in your life whether it was witchcraft or ouija board like all crazy stuff and you know you can see where you open the door to lust and all these things and i'm like god and i'm like how did you shut that off you know mm-hmm. i'm like i don't get it and i'm like 
because I knew how lust driven I was. And it's like, you know, it's like putting a dark seed in you and then you have to continually feed it because what you feed grows, what you starve dies. So it's like, you know, I kept feeding it and it was just getting bigger, bigger, adulterous. I mean, I would do absolutely anything and everything. You know, I just didn't have a filter. But, you know, when he fully delivers you out of something and you don't understand it, I mean, it's all him, you know, but it's like that led me to walking to wanting to walk a pure life. I'm like, God, if I can give anything back to you, it's me walking in purity. Wow, and my awesome. name actually means pure. Catherine oh, means yes. pure. No so way. that's the crazy oh thing. Yeah. Gosh. So when you even wow. look at what your name means, you'll find out where the enemy is probably going to attack you the most. Yeah, so I even true. looked at that and I'm just like, wow. And I'm like, that's crazy wow. that it means pure. And then the enemy knew my name when I was born. So he knew where to hit me in the gut no. you know but i mean god can do it <laughs> that's oh, for yeah. sure he can deliver you out of absolutely anything oh, that's you know amazing. so wow. and i and and i pray on people at my business and i'm just like you know i don't want to pray from an impure heart like even if i'm struggling with anything and i'm like lord you you i want to pray over this person with a pure heart with pure intentions you know and i'm like so it's like sometimes you may get a stupid thought the enemy throws in like oh let's go have get a bottle and have a drink on the way home I'm like, I don't need that. And I'm like, why are you even saying that, you know? But I'm like, I don't want to pray over somebody that I'm that I'm ministering to about alcohol, if they're dealing with alcohol, drugs, or, you know, sex, or just whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to pray with an impure heart mm. over somebody because how is that going to bless them? Mm-hmm. And how is that blessing him? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's so true that we have to really check our heart, like, all the time, yes. you know, no matter what. No matter what, no matter what. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that is awesome. Wow, that really shows the power of God yes. in your life. And that, I did Amen. not know that your name means I know, pure, which is yeah. perfect. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wow, how awesome. Today has been such an amazing day. Awesome. Thank yeah. all of you <laughs> ladies for coming and speaking on this. This has been a pretty deep subject, but it's been good, and um, it definitely is going to bless a lot of women. So. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good day.